With the Planet Fitness Black Card, you don't just get a great workout, you get a great perk out. Because your membership is packed with perks. For $1 down and $24.99 a month, you'll get perks like access to any of our 2,400 clean and spacious locations. Bring your friend anytime and both work out with tons of equipment that'll give you that big fitness energy. Relax in the Black Card Spa and more. Work out and perk out with the PF Black Card. Join for just $1 down and $24.99 a month. Sign up for the PF Black Card for $1 down and get all the perks. Deal ends November 22nd. See Home Club for details. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the ABV Podcast. I'm your host, Chuck P. Thank you for uh, downloading or subscribing to the podcast. I hope you're subscribing. It's available on iTunes and on Spotify and on SoundCloud. So make sure you're uh, you're checking those out. Make sure you're following us on social media as well. We are on Facebook, Instagram page soon to come. I'm still trying to figure out how I'm going to do an Instagram page. I guess it's going to be a bunch of pictures of beer. Yeah, yeah, it and sounds just, terrible. Yeah, it sounds horrible. Rough, rough. Yeah, it's, it's going to be a horrible page, but be on the lookout for that. Also, don't forget, we do have some swag for you to, to buy and show your love for the podcast. It's on tpublic.com, T-E-E-public.com. Go there, type in tpublic slash users slash upsets apparel. I had to remember all that. Ross Jeez. made it difficult to mm-hmm. try to get... Or, or stuff. You're drinking beer and you're trying to make us remember long URLs. Yeah, I, I know. Just, just try, I'll repeat that throughout the podcast so that we just keep listening. You'll know it. But if you go to that link, we've got uh, four ABV podcast shirts for you to choose from. They're all pretty cool. Ross came up with all the designs, and he also wanted me to plug that he also does his own unique Disney T-shirts on that site as well. So, <laughs> if you like Disney and stuff. They're actually they're pretty cool. They're 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 I, different. Ross doing Disney t-shirts. Ross doing that, dude. He's a Disney freak. Like they go to Disney no like idea. four times a year. Mm-hmm. Him and his wife and his it's nuts. So anyway, tpublic.com, the tpublic slash users slash upsetsapparel dot com. Get some swag. All right. And I think I think they're going. I think by the time this airs, they're going to be on sale. I think for like fourteen bucks. They're normally yeah, like twenty. Yeah, they, they run it about once a month. Yeah. Know. So I think the sale starts started Wednesday. So there you go, cheap shirts. There you go. I got kids to feed. Buy some shirts. <laughs> uh, we are at Rue 61 here in Baton Rouge. I've got the ale run himself, Brenton Day, back on the mic with us. Hey, Brenton. Hey, it's been too long. It's been way too long. I'm glad you're back. We also got Buddy Etheridge with us as well. Buddy, thank you for coming back. Hey, thank you. Cheat day, always a good excuse. Always, look, that's, I need this This thing revolves around you and your cheat days. I need to know when you're having a cheat day, I'm going to schedule a podcast so you can drink. We're going to get some food later. I'm sure you're going to eat a bunch of fried stuff. I'm going to eat some good carbs today. <laughs> there you go. See, my, my cheat is I'm getting, I'm getting to drink really good beer today. Yeah. I'm still going to stick to some part of my diet good luck with that uh, thanks but i'm enjoying some some awesome beer today we've got natchez brewing company in the house their launch party here in Baton rouge they've got two beers on tap here at rue 61 the capital ipa and their southern grace berliner vice they're going to be on tap here in the regular rotation so you got to come by here show some love these beers are really good we're drinking the capital ipa right now it is delicious and we've got the owner of the brewing co- of natchez brewing company pat miller with us pat thank you for joining us hey Thanks for having me. And correction, my wife would consider me a chief volunteer. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, all right. We'll put, we'll put the owner label on her 
Yeah. Head janitor. Yeah, yeah, that's it. He's like the bus boy in the in the in the in the house. Operator. There you go. There you go. Well, Pat, thanks for joining us. Uh, this is I don't know about Brendan Buddies, but this is my first time trying your beer, and this Capital IPA is really really delicious. Thank you very much. Um, I really appreciate it. We worked. Uh, that beer has changed quite a bit over the uh, in the course of its life in the last couple of years, and um, I'm really enjoying this rendition or this uh, the newest. Uh, Product. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know how you talk. The new I'm version of it? Yeah, yeah <laughs> the newest version, yeah. And it's going to stay this way for quite some time, mm-hmm. maybe a few tweaks here and there. Mm-hmm. So, uh, rolling into the Baton Rouge market now, what what are the uh, your flagships that are coming into the market besides these, these two, or are these the only ones for the moment? No, so, um, and first off, uh, we, we signed with the International Wine of Spirits yes. throughout Louisiana except for the New Orleans market. Um, they picked up the uh, Bluff City Blonde. The, our Altered State, which is a German alt beer. Amber, uh, malty, sweet, really good beer. Um, Capital IPA, and those are our three year-round beers. And then they picked up um, our Kettle Sours. So they picked up the Berliner Weiss and whichever fruit of Kettle Sour we're doing at the time, which right now is the Pog, Passion Fruit Orange Guava. And then they picked up the uh, Revival Coffee Porter and a Push-Up Double IPA as well. So they actually picked up quite a bit of beer from us the first go-around. Yay, International. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Good job. It's exciting. And uh, their beers are available in stores, guys. It's not just uh, it's not just kegs on tap anywhere. They're going to be all around Baton Rouge on tap and in bottles. So make sure you, you hit your local uh, favorite spots and pick up some uh, bottles. Especially, man, just, I'm... I'm Really excited to try the Berliner Weiss, but this Capital IPA is really, really good. It really is. It's so crushable. Yes. You know, nice, what, what's, hoppy, hazy. What's the ABV on this? It's 6%. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, I'm, I'm happy to have it yeah, here, finally. I've been, I've been bugging Pat for... <laughs> what about three years now? You need to get to get to Baton Rouge. Get your ass over here. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's harder than what we imagine. You think you know moving into a new market like Baton Rouge would be somewhat easy, but um, yeah, not so much anymore. So we're we're really stoked to finally make we'll it here. It's been fun passing through Natchez and, and stopping at the camp up there and having having some of your beer on tap right in on. the past couple of years. So you know it's it's great to have you here, but it's always been a little fun to have something special to hit on the road when we're heading up north. So cool. Well, we've always uh, we've always loved Louisiana. I mean, Natchez is pretty much Louisiana. I mean, we're, in, in Mississippi, we're it's two right hours there. from everything. You know, <laughs> right. so we we're more more we associate ourselves closer to uh, Louisiana than we do Mississippi. So we've always um, we've always wanted to be you know in more markets in Louisiana. So we're just really excited to be here. Uh, Jason, owner of Rue, has always been a big supporter of ours. Um, so, you know, it was just natural to come here first. Yeah, Jason's now. been my mule. Uh, he, he, <laughs> oh, uh, really? Okay. Yeah, yeah. He, you know, Pat gives Jason some beer, and and, and uh, he brings it down here to, to Rue 61, and uh, I pick it up and have something to eat and something to drink over here. And, nice. Uh, Can't beat that. No. But now, I, you know, now I'm just cutting out the, the middleman. I'll just come over here and get it on tap. There you go. No mule. No, no mule. mule needed. Just you. You, you, yeah. you yourself, mule yourself over here, and you you can get it. Yeah, I, I love Natchez. Natchez is a, is a great town. My band, well, my former band, we played up in Natchez for the past couple of years of uh, for uh, Longwood Afternoon. I'm sure you're yeah, familiar with absolutely. that. absolutely. Played out there uh, with Bishop Gunn, some friends of ours. Guys, if you haven't heard Bishop Gunn, find him on Spotify These guys, and on iTunes. These guys are really, really good. They, I think they were just in Europe tor- touring with Not, Slash. They're actually just getting ready to leave now. Oh, they're, go- oh, they're yeah. going. So they're going, yeah. 
So it's it's some good old fashioned southern blues and rock, man. The dudes are really really good. Nice. Kind of kind of bluesy Zeppelin, like the bluesy side of Zeppelin. That's right. what they remind me of. Right. It's really cool stuff. Yeah, very cool. But let's get back to the beer because yeah. that's why. Well, well, Pat, that's tell why us here. a little bit about uh, Natchez and uh, brewing, and you know, the last time I was there was at the old brewery, the, old brewery, the yeah. little the tiny old brewery. brewery. Yeah, which was a really cool place, by the way. Well, I guess you know, my wife and I, you know, own the brewery. Again, I always like to emphasize my wife owns the brewery. Uh, but yeah, so we we own the brewery. Um, I'm from the Nat- Natchez area. Um, Long story straight, or, you know, long story, I ended up in Asheville, North Carolina, got into craft beer. We moved back to, to Natchez um, and really missed craft beer. It's 2012. Uh, Lazy Magnolia was really the only brewery in the state of Mississippi. So we decided we'd start planning a brewery. And we opened a small three-barrel brewery, you know, really cheap, you know, as cheap as we could go. That was a, the nano brewery thing back, you know, a couple years ago. It was yeah. really, really cheap. And, you know, and just, yeah, we had grand ideas. We was going to, you know, make millions and you know expand and um yeah it was a lot of work it was everything that everybody said it would be it was a lot of work we made no money and, it's, <laughs> and it was you know not a whole lot of fun um and then uh two years ago we decided it was time to um to expand if we wanted to you know really do the brewery thing have a lot more work and, yeah have a yeah. lot more work absolutely <laughs> a lot more stress yeah um so we expanded from a three-barrel brew house to a um, new location with a 15-barrel brew house, 30-barrel fermenters, and um, and it's though it is more work, it's a lot less work. I actually enjoy going there. I don't, you know, the old place I kind of didn't want to be there ever. I don't mind being the new place. There you go. So, what when you moved? You said you moved to was it Ash? So I live in yeah we live in the uh, the Asheville North Carolina area okay but not directly from here I'm yeah. just kind of all over so but before you moved there you weren't a craft beer guy no what 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 was the what the bug that bit you like what was the reason that you decided to give craft beer a try and like didn't fall in love with it yeah so that's a really weird story um, I was a park ranger in the Smoky Mountains Whoa, okay. and we were doing a, a search and rescue on the AT trail and um, it was an overnight search. I uh, ended up staying the overnight at the uh, Mount LeConte Lodge, which is right off the AT, highest point. It's almost like a primitive hotel. So if you want to pay a lot of money to go live with no lights and electricity, that's where you go. <laughs> there you <laughs> and, go. Uh, so, you know, I stand we're overnight in there, me and another guy. And um, the people who worked there had some beer. And, you know, what's partaking? I'm like, this is really good beer. And the, the, the dude was actually brewing, home brewing, on the mountain at Mount LeConte. And it was an Irish red. I'm like, that is an awesome beer, you know. So when I came down, I'm like, I'm brewing that beer, and that's really what what took off. And then, um, and then of course, Asheville was just a, a plethora of uh, yeah of, of craft beer. Beer mecca. Not, yeah. yeah, I mean, it wasn't quite what it is now back then. Right. But they had plenty, you know. They had plenty. So. Uh, it was more than they had in Natchez before you started. Yeah, more, more than they had in Mississippi or anywhere else, yeah. for sure. This is true. So, buddy, what are, you, uh, what are your thoughts on the Capital idea? Oh, I like it. I, I think it's good. It's got just the right amount of bitters for me. Um, uh, Pat was mentioning earlier he thought there may have been a hole in the middle early in the process of it, but I think it's filled in nicely. I think it, uh, it drinks smooth from start to finish. Uh, it, it lingers just enough to make me want that next sip, which is yeah. what I want an IPA, you know, just kind of sitting there and waiting. And uh, I, I'm really enjoying it. I'm glad they're here. Uh, like I said, I have had some of the stuff before uh, when I passed through Natchez. Um, 
looking forward to trying a few of these others I haven't had before. I hadn't had the coffee porter or the s'mores. Uh, so uh, looking forward to that. I'm glad y'all are here. Uh, I'll tell you what, I'm, I'm always looking for, like, crushable IPAs, like just stuff I could just throw back without, like, worrying about the ABV, especially, like, I normally tend to drink when I'm cooking. Right. When I'm at home and I'm cooking, I want to open up a beer, no matter what I'm doing, if I'm grilling or whatever. And I don't want to get something with a lot of ABV in it to where, like, I start not paying attention to what I'm doing and end up burning all my food. <laughs> so a good crushable IPA, especially, like, when summer's practically almost here in Louisiana. It's probably Monday. Oh, here we go. Yeah, well, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> right now, it's a little cool outside. Tomorrow, it'll probably be 80. Yeah. So, but on a, on, a, on a nice spring summer day here in Louisiana, this. Well, it's Chuck, I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm glad to say that, uh, you know, you think 6% is crushable. I'm, I'm going to go. <laughs> <laughs> to me, it's... Uh, <laughs> I'm going to have to go a little bit lower than that. It's right? crushable. This would sneak up on me pretty quick. <laughs> well, uh, sure. It would be very easy to I'm sneak not, up on me. I'm I would not, not be complaining. I'm but. not saying it's, gonna, it's not going to sneak up on me. Yeah. I'm just saying I like the fact that I can yeah. just chug this. Yeah. It, and it drinks really crushable. It does drink yeah. really crushable. I think to that's, that's the cr- scary part of it. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I like about it, though. Like, to me, when I worry about it, like a crushable IP with the ABV, I'm thinking of like a double. Right, right. <laughs> then, I, then, then like, like I, when it's pushing nine or ten, then I'm worried. Six, six, six and a half I can work with. Yeah, absolutely. That's a sweet spot for That's me sweet because, spot. Yeah. yeah, you know, it, any higher, there's a there's a saturation point for me where it's like if it gets over about eight and a half, nine, it just the the malt takes over mm-hmm. and, syrupy. And, and, yeah. yeah, and then if it if it's too low, you know, five percent, it. it becomes like hop soda yeah and so i think six is right six six and a half anywhere between six and seven is perfect yeah. but he's got to watch it he hadn't been drinking i have not so. i have not I, you know this is it, it, you, definitely you, a light one day a week now. so no not even that <laughs> lately yeah, so like he's i've dropped about 70 pounds in the last oh, six months so awesome I'm, uh, you i'm uh, uh don't have the cushion to absorb that I used to have. <laughs> he is amazingly keeping keeping his diet under 21 grams of carbs. <laughs> so, like he said, basically meat and cheese is what he's eating. But that's so you're definitely going over tonight. Oh yeah, 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 yeah well, definitely. It's yeah. super impressive though. I'm, I'm, I'm proud of you, buddy, because you're looking really good, sir. Feeling good, feeling good. But I do miss I do miss my regular beer drinking. My closet of beer is staring at me every every morning when I get up and get dressed. I'm I'm looking at it going, mm, and it's calling to me. So. So my roommate's been drinking the majority of mine. So I'm just like, just drink it because if you don't, I am, and there goes my and diet. You need to get rid of it. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's just a bunch of IPAs. I'm like, they're just sitting there, man. They're not. They're not getting any fresher. Yeah, his hops aren't getting any fresher. Right. Please drink it. Yeah, he's he he's definitely an IPA guy. He's got all my stouts and stuff on the bottom. <laughs> like I've got some some uh, some Yetis and some. Uh, I got a couple of cans left of uh, barrel age tin fitty and stuff like that. He ain't even touching it. He's like, I'm just gonna drink these. I'm like, right. because I don't want you to drink Freeze through them. Yeah, and those can those those will last. I can drink those. Slowly. Yeah, th- those those will be good when I'm ready to pound those. Uh, so Pat, are you doing any other uh, rollout events in uh, Baton Rouge this week, or is it just mainly? No, it's just gonna be this event, and then um, Friday we will be in Alexandria at uh, Hocus Pocus for uh, an event. And then uh, next week on Friday we'll be in Shreveport. Okay. But I think it seems like every day I'm getting told where I'm going to be differently. Yeah. <laughs> so that could change. You know, this is true. Change. So, so, you, so you're you're in the whole state, pretty we're much. We're in the whole right? state now. Yeah. Awesome. We're. Um, I mean, we have New Orleans with Southern Eagle, and then we have um, in Vidalia, which is just right across the river from Natchez, or with a Marsala, just just for Vidalia. Mm-hmm. 
and um, International has everything else. I, mean, I thought covered Monroe too. Then they did. Oh, okay. uh, there's a story there. All right, all right. <laughs> there's a distributor story there. Ah. Oh, we might have to take that one offline. Uh, one you can can tell, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, in the end, um, um, Marsala just wasn't selling the beer in Monroe, and um, I caught. I, we actually had it worked out. We met with International in Monroe at a um, this pizza place, really nice place. We were sampling the beers, and as we sampled them with the uh, you know the salespeople of International, I took them I, to the bar staff. I got to go back. Wait, nice pizza place, Monroe. Hold on a second. Oh. I think it's called. I think, I think it's called. I think it's called no, Frank's or something. <laughs> was, I believe it's called Frank's. It was. I mean, it was actually really good, really cool place, brand new, brand Must new. Be. Yeah, yeah. I, I was told it was brand new. And uh, so Johnny's you know, Johnny's, Johnny's pizza, pizza right there. Yeah. <laughs> Johnny's, man. That's, that's a, like a, a staple through that area. That's, yes, it is. I grew up eating and working in Johnny's. Oh, did yes, you really? Indeed. Yes, indeed. Wow. Um, in the end, the bar staff really liked the beers they were sampling. The next day, they called International and asked if they could have the beers on tap. And they were like, well, we don't have the beer. And I'm like, well, you know what? Let me call Marsala. And Marsala's like, oh, yeah, we dropped y'all's beer, discontinued carrying y'all's beer there, um, like, last year. I'm like, and didn't bother to wait, we didn't wait, tell wait. you no, about it at all. No. <laughs> nah, so we don't need nice. to let them know. Just, we'll just drop it. See, what had happened was. So, yeah. what, 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 you know, here's the deal. So, it worked out really good. So, they're like, yeah, sure, they can pick it up. No problem. And, um. You know, it Man, worked out really good. Yeah, yeah, imagine if really all good. distributors were that easy to yes. work with. Yeah. All right. Well, all right. moving on. That's still the podcast, right? <laughs> Jeez. I mean, that's that's got to be a, a pain in the ass, though, when you when you like you're checking on something like that. And you're like, oh yeah, we just decided to drop you over there. Mm-hmm. I mean, hopefully that that hasn't happened to you a lot. Hopefully no, that that's the only first time that I know of it. I mean, yeah. I mean, you know, in today's craft beer. And the way you know the markets are, and the way craft beer is changing, I'm sure it happens all the time. You know, and there's yeah. breweries that get dropped from markets that shouldn't be dropped from markets. But you know, and it, as in the end, it comes down to distributor SKUs. They get they have way too many they have way too many SKUs, way too many breweries to manage. Saturate we're at saturation. That's just yeah. That's where we're at. Yeah, it's it's crazy. A few years back. You were getting a lot of saturate, saturation from breweries out of state that were coming in that everybody's been waiting for to get to Louisiana. But now we've got so many local craft breweries that the saturation is from the local craft breweries that are taking over the taps and the skews and all that. And it's like, which is a good thing and a bad thing if you're a brewer trying to come in and you know yeah. get your spot on the shelf or on the tap. Well, I look at it; it's a good thing. I think um, I think people should support local breweries. From the get go, yeah. Drink, drink local state beer, no matter what, right? Um, and then I think the problem has come down to um, distributors and accounts should support local more, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, that's it should be priority number one. Should be support local number one, yeah. Right, and then everything else should be secondary. Absolutely, and that's just period. I mean, you know, I mean, we we struggle in Louisiana for for distribution and recognition. We're out of state, you know, we're a small brewery, and I understand that. And you know, I can appreciate it for what it is. We do pretty good in Mississippi, and you know, I see out of state, like way out of state breweries come in, and then they just fizzle out. You know what? You don't have to buy beer from California anymore, but you can find that beer better, fresher, right here locally. I mean, that's just the way it is. Yeah, there's no need, you know, to to push Bud, Miller, or Coors 
for events and stuff like that or pint nights or pitcher nights or whatever, that beer is going to sell itself like yeah. just because it's, it is what it is. Like, throw all your support and stuff into the, the local craft breweries that are in your portfolio and get them out there to the people. Absolutely. Get some. Is we drinking the Berliner Weiss now? Is yeah, that what's going yeah, on? Yeah, we are the Grace. That's Lost Point. I'm like, yeah. yeah. The Southern Grace Berliner. I'm excited about this yeah. one. Yeah. Look, I mean, so I took we took a trip to uh, Birmingham. It's so weird when you look at other states. Like, I look at Louisiana and, like, wow, they, you know, people, I think the local population supports Louisiana beer more in Louisiana than they do in Mississippi, right? Yeah. You go to a place like Birmingham and you want to see people really supporting local breweries. You have, um, the Cahaba, Cahaba Brewing Company, it's not even distributed. It's a big brewery. It's not even distributed throughout the state of Alabama. Right, right. I mean, that's a, I mean that says a lot, right? Yeah, yeah I think you, that's kind of the saying. You got a 15-barrel brewery, and you're being distributed three states away. Something's wrong with some, your beer because, you know. Well, it's not just your beer. It, it's, well, it's the support of the people, but yeah. if it's good beer, you're going to, you know, and you're Absolutely. doing something right, yeah. then your local population is going to drink that yeah. beer. Uh, you know, I can see in a 300-mile radius that you should be distributed. That's fine. But if you get beyond you oh, know, yeah, way you, out there, then something's wrong with your beer or something. something's not right. You're, you're doing something wrong. Um, that's just my opinion on the thing. But, you know, if you're a small brewery like that and I, and I see you three states away. Yes, it's a bad deal. It's something. Well, it's, it's going to be bad because, I mean, I don't think anything's going to change with the craft beer the next year or so. Yeah. So if you're, if you're depending upon out-of-state distribution to pay your bills, it's going to be tough because it's the circumstances. We're getting squeezed tighter and tighter to just if you can't sell it in your own state. Right. You know, right. Here I am. I'm happy I'm in Louisiana, but well, because you well, practically, you practically are, Louisiana. are Louisiana. I mean, yeah. we're, we're, we're so close to Louisiana, yeah. right? I mean, most of the people who come to our brewery are from Louisiana, yeah. Baton Rouge, yeah. New Orleans. It just North makes Shore. sense to be here. Yeah. Well, yeah. It makes sense. I think, I think states and neighboring states yeah. are, are. I don't. I don't. Cons- I mean, I know that's out of state brewing for y'all. You have to cross that state line. That's a lot of politics you've got to go through. But when we talk about distribution, if you're close to a state line, I don't consider that. Hey, you're overreaching. I think yeah. that's you know that's just a natural. That that's something on the map that says you're you know. But that's within a geographic yeah. fence. You're not talking too much. Um, but. It's certainly, uh, I think one of the other interesting phenomenons that's going on, and we've talked about this, I think, in previous podcasts, is is the changing dynamic in craft beer because of the shelf space. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, you're competing not just for having a really good beer, but you're competing from having a, a, a brand on the shelf that's taking up space there that, you know, somebody's got somebody's to get out for you to get in. So, that's exactly right. Um, that's exactly right. I've been to, you know, grocery stores with our distributor for, like, well... We could, you know, we, they're trying to find stuff that's that's not moving. You know, they're looking at dates on the bottom of cans, just trying to find, you know, what's yeah. not moving. I mean, cause that's, it's, I mean, there's no empty space. No, so right. They're having, no. they're having to find never something. Jam- yeah, there's yeah. never is. You don't walk into a grocery store and like there's a big spot open. You're like, hey, we could put your beer right there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not that easy. Oh, yeah, we got. You this, wish it was that whole easy. section. Yeah, no, that's just that's just not the way it works. I mean, anymore. no, you yeah. wish they would say, oh well, we don't need all this bud, which is. Yeah. Put it back. Spud yeah. right? line ain't moving too well. What do you mean we don't have to have a six-pack, a 12-pack, a suitcase, yeah. a double suitcase? Yeah. Aluminum uh, bottles and regular <laughs> yeah. bottles cans and cans. And whatever. And, now, I will, to give credit, I will say that I've noticed some of the stores, Albertson, some of them included, that are expanding their beer selection space 
I mean, they're adding in coolers so that they can put in more shelf space for the beer, which I think is fantastic. I That's think that awesome. speaks volumes of what's happening yeah. in the craft beer scene uh, and and the craft beer drinkers, you know, that are that are supporting that, you know, not just going in there and grabbing the buds and the Millers of the world. So. Yeah, Harvest Supermarket up by my house in Prairieville, man. Whoever's running their their craft beer uh, department is doing a great job. Like they're bringing in some really good local craft beers, mm-hmm. and it's. I look at it like it's not on the same level as Calandros, but like they're getting a good bit of what Calandros is getting, but just not the volume right. of it. But it's good for me because it's right down the street from my house. If I can't make it to, to Calandros to get something like they just released the the Flying Tiger, uh, the double right. IPA, right? Yeah, the, uh, the, something uh, something like yeah, final, final resting place. place, yeah, and. Like, I saw that Calandro's Mid-City had it. Yeah. I'm like, I live out in Prairieville. I'm not going to make it all the way out there before it's gone. So, like, I'll just wait until it gets over to Seeking the Perkins. I'll try to get it. And then I just happened to be in Baton Rouge the other day, and I was by Whole Foods, and somebody posted a picture that it was there. So, we went by there and got it. But then, like, literally the next day, Whole Foods, I mean, uh, Harvest had it. Right. So, they're doing a good job getting the local beers in there. Right. They've been getting right. all the Nola still, like the forklift and the moon shoes and all that stuff in, so... And even the mom and pop store. I mean, you see High Neighbor that's got Jessica yeah, yeah. and they've got Ghost and they've got all these things that are, you know, I chose a really uh, inauspicious time for me to, to get away from the beer drinking because now it's, <laughs> I'm walking through the stores going, oh my gosh, there's juice for fresh juice for right there, you know, or there's, you know, now I'm going to have this as an extra choice. I'm going to be walking through there going, oh my gosh, you know, yeah. uh, my options are, are expanding while I'm contracting my beer drinking. So that's uh, frustrating. <laughs> well, I said before, there's a, there's a little convenience store right on government street, right past battery chive. You're heading downtown. It's on the right. There's some construction right there where it comes into one lane. That little convenience store was just remodeled and reopened. And I walked in there one day just to just to grab a water on the way to go work at the radio station, and they had Ghost, Jucifer, like a bunch of Nola beers. I'm like, what the hell? In this little convenience store. Not I know a, which one you're talking you about. Know which one I'm talking. It's <laughs> because like, I had to go there. I was looking for the um, the Sweetwater uh, G13, uh, okay. the, the one that with the uh, the hemp. Uh, the hemp beer? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. 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 And you could say that was, on here. that was one of the only places in Baton Rouge that had it that's, back in October. That's crazy. And it, they only got a case. It was like six cases that came to to Baton Rouge. <laughs> they had one. And, and they had one because it couldn't go to the bigger places because yeah. it was going to sell too fast. So they shoved it on some convenience store ghetto ass gas station now pat this isn't this gas station is it's like in a little area that's not really you know all that i mean i might so nice. you guess where i'm gonna get gas there <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah yeah keep your eyes open when you step out uh, I, was, I was told to go find it there by the sweetwater rep because he and, knew it and was you were there. like that's what? crazy <laughs> it's like this doesn't even exist what what are you talking about and sure enough and there it was and it's like and then, uh, you know, I talked to Taylor. I was like, why can't you get it with this ghetto-ass gas station has it? He's like, yeah. don't get me started. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I told Taylor the same thing. I was looking for those Game of Thrones beers. I'm like, dude, they're releasing these Game of Thrones beers. You better get them. He's like, well, you know, I'm going to have them. I love it it's just just as much as you do. I'm like, cool. Well, Harvest started getting the big bottles of it, and I took a picture of it. And he's like, where'd you get that? I'm like, at Harvest. How come you don't have it? Shit, hold on. Let me check. But luckily, he did get the little four-pack with the glass yeah. and text me a picture of it, and I did go get it. So, uh, talking about uh, the craft beer squeeze, Pat, I want to know your uh, your thoughts on uh, Lucky Town. And I know they're... they're uh, 
Closure? Closing down, yeah. yeah oh, really? We were yeah. disappointed to see that. That was, um, I mean, to be honest with you, that was, it was, it was almost, it was from a non brewer side, like just not knowing the guys personally, it was, it was heartbreaking because that was actually the, um, when we first moved back, and they, they were running their Kickstarter to, to open up, you know, get, get, get the new place going, right? Yeah. And, um, you know, we, we went up there. Lisa and I went up to Jackson, and we, uh, we met, the, met the crew and had a great time with them. So it was just, it's really heartbreaking. We come really close friends with them. I mean, also. With the Planet Fitness Black Card, you don't just get a great workout. You get a great perk out because your membership is packed with perks. For $1 down and $24.99 a month, you'll get perks like access to any of our 2,400 clean and spacious locations. Bring your friend anytime and both work out with tons of equipment that'll give you that big fitness energy. Relax in the Black Card Spa and more. Workout and perk out with the PF Black Card. Join for just $1 down and $24.99 a month. Sign up for the PF Black Card for $1 down and get all the perks. Deal ends November 22nd. See Home Club for details. Mississippi has, we only have a handful of actual brick and mortar breweries. Right. There's not many. I forget the number, but there's very few. And um, so, so you know, when we're doing festivals, you know, it's just, we're just a close-knit family. Yeah, yeah you become, you, know, you yeah. see them at all You these... see them every, everywhere. Yeah. You know, you go to Jackson, we go to Jackson for an event, they show up, they come to Natchez, we show up. I mean, it's just that... You know, it's that respect and love you give each other. So, yeah, it's terrible. It's, I mean, it's, it's, I think it's a, um, it's a, I don't know how to say it. It's, Mississippi should be ashamed of itself. For yeah. it. I really think, I mean, Mississippi should be ashamed that, you know, there's, Especially, I think maybe their second, third, whatever, you know, brewery, Jackson's only brewery is closing down. Right, Jackson. I mean, they, how, how can they not support a brewery. You know, a brewery. That, yeah. That just, I, I was flabbergasted when I saw that. Uh, and uh, they had just launched in Baton Rouge last <laughs> summer, so yeah. nine months ago, something like that. And, you know, I, and all the beers I tried were really good, you know. But, I don't know. It's, um, it's, it's crazy. It really is. Yeah. And then we just had another brewery, Slowboat, just switch from our production to a brew pub. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that Laurel. So I think we're only, we're down to like, Maybe seven brick and mortar breweries throughout the state. Wow. A couple on the coast, you know, Sopro and Hagsburg, us in Natchez, one in Greenville, Mighty Miss, and. It, you know, is, gonna... is Yalabusha still around? No, Yalabusha. So, Good Lord, I haven't heard that name in a while. I know. I mean, right. so so when the um, the law changed for us to have um, tap rooms, Andy changed Yalabusha like that week to a brew pub, and then they kind of. I mean, as far as social media and stuff goes, I mean, we don't send at festivals, so I don't, you know, since they can't produce, I don't send at festivals anymore. But so in social media, it seemed to kind of just die off. Um, and I hadn't heard anything. No one's heard really much from from them. And then um, I think last week or week before, they announced that they were um, possibly looking at some space in Oxford. So Oxford, Mississippi, historically has been, I believe, you couldn't produce alcohol there. You know, they had an ordinance or whatever. You couldn't right. you know, do anything there, which is crazy because that's like the one city you want to have yeah, exactly. a brew pub there, right? Exactly. Go to hell on this. Yeah. <laughs> so I think there some some stuff has changed there, and I believe they're um, they're trying to Andy's trying to open up Yalabusha or or something a brew pub in Oxford. Okay. You know, and that's that's it. You know, that's we'll I know. See. I know Paul from Crooked Letter closed, but like he just opened. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, what was that? <laughs> what did I miss? I, I, mean, I think that, you I mean, think I think well, there was well, yeah. more to it. Well, than we're not, I'm, not getting, yeah. I'm not getting into Paul's personal life. I know Paul, and I, I know all that situation. I'm not going to get into yeah. that. But he just recently like reopened. Not crooked letter, but it's. I think it's, it's crooked like, letter. I think it's crooked, crooked letter. letter. Yeah. Okay. But it's like a it's like a brew pub. It's a brew pub. Yeah. And, yeah. I don't. And, I haven't been there. Yeah, I haven't been there either. Yeah. I sent him a message a while back because I'm gonna be out that way next month, and I told him I wanted to swing by, and maybe record a segment with him or something to use for the podcast. He was all for it. But that that yeah, y'all, man, you said y'all bush. I hadn't. I know, right? Yeah, I mean, there, there's crazy. some names out there. That you, yeah, I forget that. Right. So, Oxford Brewing Company, Mason. That was a contract brew. Yeah. Mason's a good friend of mine. You know, he closed down. He stopped doing the contract back when back 40 stopped contract brewing for people. And uh, Lucky Town brewed for him for a little bit. And, and, you know, in the end, contract brewing, there's no money in that. Right. There's zero money in that. We've right. been... We've made money a little bit before, like broke even, and we've also went like in the red contract this makes before. Sense for us, yeah. yeah. So it's just that's um, we had so you know, Oxford stopped distribution or stopped contract brewing. We had a um, sweet gum that that was Mississippi. You know, had one beer and they're you know no longer around. Uh, yeah, it's just it's crazy when you think about how I many you know we've had a few breweries come and go. Most of them have been contract. So actually, right. see a brick and mortar brewery like Lucky Town, you know, closes. I mean, and they had a big portfolio. I mean, they yeah, were. yeah, absolutely. And you know, they, it's man, it's just crazy. I don't know. It's it made it made me you know sit back and really think about where craft beer is. Right. I mean, it really does. I mean, because we struggle too. I mean, it's look. I mean, we're, we struggle before. I'm not sure what happened, but you know, last year around winter, we were like, "All right, we're at that point now. We got to decide we're gonna stay open or close." And that's no joke. And then um, spring rolled around, and for whatever reason, people start showing up in our tap room, and our tap room has really carried the brewery. You know, I mean, it's just it's and been I, great. I think you're not the only one like no, that. No, I know. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah. Tap rooms have been a boon. Absolutely, for... I know for a fact that I'm not. I've talked to several people who say the exact same thing. The tap room is, you know, and it shouldn't be that way. No, no, I mean, the tap room should be the extra money you need for everything else. Right, production. right. Mm-hmm. You know, not like you're depending on the, business in the tap room. To yeah, carry. absolutely. You don't, it, you don't want that. No, no. right. But it, it is good to have. It's damn to, good to, to have. be able to have that now. <laughs> right. Where yeah. you know you didn't used to be able to have that. No, I, I mean it's. Yeah, I don't. I, I didn't, I, we would we would be closed down if we didn't have a tap room. But I doubt we'd be closed with our tap room. Right. Just I mean you know and it's I think some of it was our approach to distribution. We went really slow. You know we just didn't. We didn't want to expand or grow too fast to many markets. We just went really slow, you know. And well, that's the smart thing to do. It's a smart thing yeah. to do, but, but then within but that hey, slow growth, but you have to yeah. be able to 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 survive that, yes. that first part. You have to be able to survive, but also during that slow growth or slow expansion, craft beer wasn't growing slow either. It was like boom, 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 yeah. boom, boom, and right. actually, you know, there's. Yeah, we don't need any more beer. We're yeah, we can't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We no, we're no good. Room. We got no more yeah. skew room, so. All right, well, we moved on from the Capital IPA. We're drinking the Southern Grace Berliner Weiss now. So, Pat, tell us a little bit about this beer. Yeah, so um, Southern Grace is a, um, it's a kettle sour. So we do a lot of kettle sour beers. I love doing kettle, I love doing sour beers. I like drinking sour beers. I love sour beers. I think I, a lot of times I like brewing them more than I like drinking them. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know, they're just a lot of fun to brew. You can do so much with them. 
Um, so we do we do a series of kettle sours. Um, we use a lacto strand that started from Omega, and it's almost kind of turned into a, a little bit more of ours than just Omega yeast's lacto strand. It's your house, your and house. It really salad, has, yeah. <laughs> and there's a story behind that too, but we're not gonna get into that. But, get uh, yeah. off, Mike. Yeah. So, um, so the graces are just our straight up Berliner Weiss, and then from here we will fruit it. Um, you know, tweak it, change it, make it into a better beer. I don't. Have, what do you guys think about this? Just, it's delicious. Oh think, yeah. I mean, uh, I mean, so crushable. No, yeah, yeah. What no, do you I've think had this one more than any of your others I've had. I had every time I come through, this is kind of the one I end up getting. So I. Yeah. What do you think about the sweetness? It's. You think, I think it's okay? It's, I, mean, I think it's the perfect amount. I don't think it's yeah, no, overly it's, sweet at all. All right. So we changed this. This is. I changed this brew. Just to, you know, I'm a brewer. I can't stop tweaking things oh, yeah. sometimes. Right. right? So we we mashed really warm, um, and then we used a, um, a, a you know non-flocculating yeast in it to get some more esters into it, and uh, we added a little bit of um, lactose to it. Okay. Yeah, just get a little bit more sweetness, a little residual sweetness to it. I think it's great. It's, it's oh, delicious. Yeah. I think it's the perfect balance between the two for, for you know the 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 person who. When they think sour beer doesn't want something that's like They're hitting not, them so, right, yeah. Yeah. pucker in the jaw. Yeah. Uh, Although so I do like that. A, yeah, I do <laughs> yeah, too. we make those too. <laughs> but, but you know, if I, you know, someone here at Rue Sixty One orders it off the the tap wall there, they don't. And you know, never had it's it before. It's not a sweet tart. It's not going yeah. yeah. yeah, to be. You're right. Be a, a it's a good starter. It's a good starter like for someone yeah. that wants to try some sours. Say, uh, yeah. I drink sour beer, and they look at you like you're crazy, and you say, "Here, try a good Berliner Weiss." That's what you want to yeah. say. Yeah. Is here. You know, this is a good intro to that. Yeah. And I think it's it's funny you mentioned you changed it because I was just checking it in on Untapped, and I I was like, man, this is better than what I had it rated last time I drank. <laughs> yeah. So up my rating. So I guess that that's explaining that you're going the right direction, at least at least to my palate. Yeah. Well, that's great. I mean. This was a, uh, you know, just I, I think it's so we've also would the changes we've went far from a traditional Berliner Weiss, but you know, this is craft beer. You can do whatever you want to, right? Right, right. true. Mm-hmm. So, and then this is like your base for all the things you do, do yeah. and then you did and a dry hop one, and, and that was the reason we changed it because we end up using this as the base now for a lot of our other beer, mm-hmm. our other cattle sours. It's this base works better with fruit, you know, being. You know, it's a little bit sweeter. You know, it's just, it just works better this way. Yeah. And I think it's a great approachable tart. Yeah. yeah. So how different is the brew process with a kettle sour as opposed to the Capital IPA or the coffee? Yeah. So for our kettle sours, if we're doing a single 15-barrel batch or, um, you know, just shy of 500 gallons, uh, work goes to the regular mash, goes into the boil kettle. Once the entire wort is in our boil kettle, we then run it through our heat exchanger, cool it down to um, 100, 100 degrees. We will um, pitch our lactose, which we now just run as a culture. Um, so we always pull off before we boil again. Um, but we'll, we'll add our lactose. We'll, um, we'll purge the, um, the, uh, the boil kettle with CO2. We'll completely seal it up. And we let it bubble with CO2 overnight, all night long. And that, that CO2 is keeping the um, oxygen off. Oxygen and lactose makes, you know, what is it, like 
It, it's blue pretty cheese. bad. Yeah, blue <laughs> cheese, Bigfoot's dick. I don't know. It's pretty bad. It's pretty. It's pretty Big bad. Stick. It's pretty bad. Stuff. That's perfect. Um, you know, it's a normal. Ask Bayou Tesh about that. Yeah. 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 It's it's it can get bad. You know, it's not. It's it's terrible. That's what it is. Um, you know, so overnight that lactose is doing its um, fermentation, eating the sugars, converting some acid, making a nice tart beer. We'll come in the next morning, and you know, it's less than 12 hours. And then we'll have our pH, and we'll have dropped um, with 3.2, 3.4, and then we'll pull off the culture for the next brew. You know, so we'll we'll pull off um, essentially the wort that's in there. Yeah. With the you know with the, the lactose bacillus alive in it, and it goes into a special tank, goes into the cold room. We boil it from there, and then nice. um, you know if we're fruiting it, and from that point on, that boil has killed the killed the bacteria. It goes into a fermenter. We ferment it with whatever yeast we're fermenting with, and it's treated just like a regular beer. So what? Four, four and a half, something around there. Yeah, this is four and a half. Nice. We, uh, we it's, yeah, four and a half. And we try to. I really like to keep our kettle sours, the um, you know, the tartness to more of an approachable level. And then um, you know, we do some. Um, and none of us went to this market yet, but we do some mixed fermentation sours, which nice. will. Um, Cronyism is our golden sour, and it will. It hits you in that back, you know. That's yeah, what I want. Yeah, I want that. I want that. I'm very, that. very tart. All beer. the isms. I like yeah, the, the isms. isms are good. <laughs> the isms always turned out really well. Mm-hmm. So the, the more I puck it, the better. Mm-hmm. It's just so weird because I used to not like sours at all, mm-hmm. but now I just can't get enough of them. Pat, what's your like? What's your go-to style? Like you're just you're off you're at home. You want to kick back open a cold one. Like besides your beers, what's your go-to? Which which brand or just a style of beer? Just any like any? brand style, whatever. You know, recently you know it's no longer uh, bad for a craft beer to drink lager, and I'll, I'll crush a craft lager in a heartbeat. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, yeah Pilsner. I love a, I love a good Pilsner. Love it. Absolutely nice. love it. All right. Agree, yeah. absolutely, yeah. You know, you know, I, I'll hide it in a, a brown bag. You know, I can drink, I can drink it out in the open. Yeah, exactly. it's okay. That's just what I'm drinking. It's a lager, damn it, but it's a local lager and it's delicious. I, I've been drinking more of them myself. You know, just because it's easy to drink. It, you know, refreshing, absolutely. I mean, yeah. and we've got some good lagers here. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. I mean, you get a good German style pilsner. I mean, there's a lot of flavor in there. Yeah. You know, it's oh, just yeah, good clean beer. I've just been drinking too much. All I have at home are IPAs and pale oils. It's just like I'll have like yeah. last night. I actually opened. I was making a pizza and I opened a bottle of a uh, Green Spaces. Wow, I, I haven't even had that one since the first batch. It, it was del- it was still delicious. No, right. It still tasted you may have great. Been the first batch, you never know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah it, was, it wasn't the it wasn't the first batch. It was it was. <laughs> No, I don't think it was the first match. I'm trying to think now when I got I mean, it. This is a gnarly barley beer that they put out every whenever they can. Whenever yeah. it feels like it. Mm-hmm. It was the last and release. And I don't know when the last one was, to be honest. I think I it kinda was kind of like checked out at it was around, the middle of December. It was around the barbecue. <laughs> so that would have been October. October. Yeah. And so it's great marketing. It's four month old IPAs. I like that. Barbecue. Zach does a great job. I don't know who yeah. comes up with that stuff. It's great. Yeah, I don't know who came up with that. I don't know if that was him or. Or Dakota that came up with it. I'm not sure. Could be, yeah. But yeah, barbecue. I mean, it just fits. It's, it's perfect. <laughs> so, speaking of some of these other breweries and and kind of the trend right now in craft brewery, not that it's a new trend, but are you gonna get me in trouble? No, I'm not gonna get All you right. in trouble. I'm not gonna get you in trouble. What are your thoughts on doing collaboration brews? I, I, I like doing them. They're fun. I mean, we've only done um, 
officially two two collaboration brews. And it was with um, both of them with Sopro. Okay. We brewed a. Um, uh, a New England IPA at our place, and then we went to their place and brewed a, a sour. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, well, our beer, that, the, the, the IPA at our place was, um, damn, I can't even think of the name of it now. Uh, <laughs> There's so many beers. I know, beer. so yeah. many beers. <laughs> it was like something to do with like, a Greek goddess. I can't even think of the name of it. That's terrible. Um, and then we went there and we brewed the sour was uh, crop circles, and then uh, it had guava in it. it. Turned out to be a really good beer. I'm not a fan of guava. Yeah, I think it's a stinky fruit. It smells like meat to me. You know, I hate getting it on me. Yeah. Um, but you know, a lot of people love guava, and guava does work for sour beer. Yeah. So I would love to do more uh, collaborations. Um, and I think you just got to keep the uh, breweries open in Mississippi, and then yeah, you I know, can do man. Them, right? it's, yeah. Oh, now he's in Louisiana. He can do collaborations here, too. So. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well uh, I, I know you have some history with uh, some of the guys at Tin Roof. Uh, yeah. And, and, uh, what know, a bunch tell, of bums. Yeah. Tell, <laughs> tell us more about that. Uh, yeah. So, um, obviously, uh, Charles and William are from Natchez, right? So, I mean, so, you know, the, the owners are from the town we're in. Um, really good dudes. Yeah. Um, I put it so I, I am. I am <laughs> that William guy. Uh-huh. I mean, I am not a 100% owner in the brewery. You know, I'm not. But so we have several owners. Um, some have more brewing knowledge than than we do in, in the business side of it. Um, but the the Tin Roof guys are great dudes. As a matter of fact, the uh, the yeast that we have for Capital, I got from Nick over there. I wanted I wanted to get I wanted Capital who went from a hazy IPA and we had a lot of refermentation problems and I thought it was the yeast. It was not the yeast, it was equipment malfunction. Mash temp probe was way off. Um, so we had switched yeast and we were brewing uh, essentially um, a New England IPA that was super clear, right? Oh, yeah, yeah it, 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 I mean, that's, that's what we, we had turned it into. And um, I decided it's time to go back to a, you know, a good hazy IPA and um, hit up Nick. I'm like, dude, can I, you know, I try your yeast out and just see, you know, like how, it, just want to play with it, you know? And uh, man, he was like, yeah, come and get it. So I came and got it. Made beer with it. It was great. So, uh, Imperial? Yeast? Yeah, the Imperial, yeah. Juice? The juice. Juice yeast? Okay. Yeah, great stuff. Good yeah. stuff. And I, just, uh, I mean, look, the guys at Tin Roof, I think you're, um, the whole operation is amazing. I remember when I first got married, I don't know how that even worked out, but we ended up at Tin Roof one, you know, right that whole marriage time frame. <laughs> and, um, you know, they had a tap room. It was hot as hell. It was in the summer. The tap, they didn't have a tap yeah, room. Tell me it was about that, you know, right. the kegerator in the back, you know, yes. it was just like, damn, this is hot. Oh, the, when it was just in the warehouse. This is when it was yeah, just in the warehouse. Yeah. Yeah. Right? The rollout bar. <laughs> yeah. Remember those days. I mean, that place, they've come, they've went a long ways. I mean, you know, yeah. we, we were, I was just there um, a couple months ago. And just hanging out for the weekend in town, and it's beautiful. I mean, they've done a great job. Funny, there. I didn't get a text that you were here that weekend. Uh oh. <laughs> you sure? You sure didn't text you? I'm, I might have asked you where to eat. I don't know. Yeah, his phone might have been might have been had bad service or I, something. I apologize. Where it, was. it was it was just one night. Look, you know that service in that big concrete building isn't great. So maybe bad bad stuff. Yeah, maybe try to text you. And while we're drinking beer, Brenton secretly out ordered oysters. oysters. Yeah. <laughs> 50 cent oysters. Well, yeah. Get it while you can. Well, exactly. It's a good month for it. Look, Brew 61 has some great oysters. They got some really good oyster specials here. So make sure to look up on their website and see. I think it was like there's one night. 
that might be a Wednesday. They do like 25 cent oysters or something like that. Tonight, look at tonight, they do 50 right. cent oysters. Tuesday tonight. nights, 50 cent oysters. You can't beat that. You got about what? Four bucks right there? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Damn, when, you, when you say it like that, it is like that. That's, that's, pretty like, good, that's a pretty good deal for those yeah. oysters. There ain't enough beer in this room for me to do. <laughs> you got an oyster? Uh, I don't do them. Nope. So I don't do, I do char grilled <laughs> and fried. I can't do them raw. Although I have done a, a raw oyster shooter. You're missing out. Yeah, no, no. That's all right. Time of year. More for y'all. y'all can, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm happy to sacrifice them for y'all. Well, see, yeah, it's a cheat day, and these are low carb, so I wouldn't want to eat them anyway. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. That's practically no carbs right there, man. You better get a big basket of fried fish yeah. and just be happy as a bunch of hush yeah, puppies. That's right. Yeah, just, you know, I want yeah. fried boudin balls. I yeah. want fried fish. I, want, <laughs> I did eat some bucket of butter. I can rub it I all in. I did eat some Billy's boudin over the weekend, oh, I will say. Uh, we, we drove up back, back to Shreveport and uh, we made a stop. Twice at Billy's. <laughs> <laughs> I had to go to Lake Charles to play a Mardi Gras ball and fought the urge to stop on the way up to Lake Charles and yeah. then drove back that night so I wouldn't wake up the next day and like yeah. stop in Scott and stop like oh, yeah. stop in Henderson and go to Chicken on the Bayou. I'm like, no, staying away from all that. I'm going to do good on my diet. Oh, yeah, Chicken on the Bayou? Yo, what, you yeah. what is that? It's over in uh, it's at the Henderson Cecilia exit. Their boudin balls, I'll put them on par with Billy's. They're that mm, good. That's that's saying something. Wow, that is saying something. Yeah, because Billy's are. So like when I go through uh, Cross Springs, there, Billy's has the boudin balls, but Karchner's has the boudin. Yep. Yep. I think Billy's is expanding too. The new like, one opens yeah, it's next like a month. Six story yeah. building or something. Ooh. Next <laughs> month. <laughs> can we in the wrong business? I know we're a we're a beer, right. wine, and spirits podcast, but can we go like do a podcast over at Billy's for the well, grand I know, opening? Right? I know. Well, and they got the Billy's in Opelousas now too. They, oh really? Uh, they okay. Used to be Ray's, and I think oh, Billy's okay. bought into it, and wow. so yeah. Man. Open yeah. up a Billy's and Bad News, and it's going to be nuts. Yeah, be trouble. No, I don't want them to do that. Please don't. <laughs> Please, Billy, stay in Crotch Springs. Stay we don't want you, you here. <laughs> My well, diet does not want you here. No. Well, Pat, thank you for joining us, man. We appreciate it. The, be- the beers are great. It's good to have you guys here in Baton Rouge. Always awesome to have some some local beer. Yeah, definitely local. You guys are right there on the line. So, I mean, like like I mean, we said. They're an hour and a half away. We're an hour and a half. Yeah, man. Man. I mean, it takes me how long to get. 15, depending on how you drive. Yeah, I mean, it takes me longer to get to Parrish than it does to get <laughs> this to is true. Yeah. This is true. That's a good way to think about mm-hmm. it. Driving to Parrish, like, when am I going to get there? Yeah. Jesus uh-huh. Christ. Yeah. See, I got a mule for Paris, and I got to go out there. So, Hello, Megan. Yeah, I, I'm very happy that you're here, and <laughs> yes. I need to make my way up to the new yeah. brewery and check it out. Absolutely. I'm, I'm tap room. We need to make a road trip like more. on a Saturday. Maybe yeah. we can go up there and do a podcast in the tap room. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah, that'd be awesome. That'd be very we're cool. just seeing cool. more local good craft beer yeah. come out. I mean, we got the stuff coming out of Monroe now. We got you guys here. We got you know the, the increased sales with, with Tin Roof, with their gold, gold medal. We yeah. Got, it's coming from where we were five years ago in the craft beer scene. We say this all the time, but it's such an amazing change yeah, that we've seen is. down it's here. It's really good. Um, we went from being the black hole in the, in the you know, Man. in the country to, to having some really really good offerings that are that are local that we can support. We don't have to pull in, like you said, we don't have to pull they in these things to, from man. California yeah. anymore. Yeah. We can get them right here. So. That's it. I'm not so, going. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I'm just saying, talking about great local craft beer. I mean, there's breweries in the country that you like. You know, you pay. A lot of money to get cans or bottles shipped to you, right? Yeah, right. There's a few in the uh, in the Boston area, and I tell you, I have there's better craft beer, better IPAs 
and, and local made. There really are. There really is. I used to yeah. get those one hundred percent. I don't. Yeah. I wouldn't. I don't even look. I just. No. It's not even a thought in my head, it. dude. No. Yeah. And I have I have two sites on Facebook that are um, about ten thousand members strong that are beer swappers around the country, and around the world, and and I've seen in the last three years the increase in the demand for for Louisiana and, and Mississippi-based beers, and it's it's very interesting to see how that has changed it used to be we're trying to reach out and get everything we can in here and now it's people saying hey we'll trade you darkness or we'll give you dark lords or assassins for the stuff that you yeah. have down in louisiana yeah. and when you start seeing that that's when you know hey i'm hitting i'm hitting something here that, i saw know. a guy trying on one of the one of the beer boards he was trading alchemist for ghost yeah and i was like whoa wow. yeah that's yeah that's i mean that's what's right happening there, now you know? i mean you know paris just came out uh, over christmas with that cake is a lie and that thing is I never, I never got a chance to blown have up the trade market. Yeah, we were uh, talking know. about diabetes earlier. Yeah. There you go. There you go. Diabetes, diabetes beer, huh? beer right there. <laughs> but, uh, it was it was delicious. It really was. Um, but yeah, it's uh, it, it's saying something for the local culture down here Absolutely. that what's happening yeah. with the beer scene. So. My guy that would order beer for me, like I'd get him. He'd always order from up in that area and like getting me Trillium and Treehouse and Alchemist and stuff. Yeah. He's like, dude, I don't order from up there anymore because we got too much good beer here. Yeah, and I'm like, yep. Fair enough. Why? That's no doubt, man. One hundred percent. And it's fresh. I mean, yeah. I don't have to wait for it to ship down here and everything. Exactly. It's right. I can just go grab it. So I tell you, I, I swear, I, I feel like the, uh, you know, honestly, we're, we're talking about hazy IPAs. I mean, I almost feel like the, the South has invented their own style of hazy IPA because it's yeah, not the yeah. same. It's not, it is not no. the same up there. No, that's no. totally different beer, and uh-huh. I tell you, I enjoy ours a lot, a lot more. Maybe yeah. it's the water down here. That's that water. <laughs> that's that's the that water. water. It's yeah. All the water. Mississippi River water. Yeah. <laughs> Pat, can you uh, offhand tell us other spots in Baton Rouge where people can find your beer on tap or in stores? I honestly don't know yet. Okay. Um, I'm still be getting. So it, we literally made shipments. Um, at like midweek last week, and I think it's just starting to trickle out. Um, I'm supposed to have a list like th- by the end of the week of places that already have it. So, you know. I'm sure, Calandros will be getting it pretty soon. Oh, I think. No doubt. And, and Taylor all will have places it. that international services. International yeah. kills it with, with packaged beer, man. I mean, yeah, that's they, what do. They, they do. A they do job. Ben Q will have it. You know, yeah. Whole Foods will get it. Um, you know. Well, there you go. When, when you go in your suit in your local supermarkets, or you go in your local bars, your favorite watering holes to go have beer. They don't have Natchez Brewery on tap or ask on the shelves. It. Ask for it. Demand it's on tap. Get them to get it so that way you can enjoy it and you can take some home and drink some really good beer. Pat, thank you again, man. We really appreciate you being here. Guys, we're at Route 61. Don't forget, find the beer here on tap. Capital IPA and Southern Grace Balloon Advice. Come here and get it. Tuesday night, 50 cent oysters. That's right. Bring just eight four dollars worth of oysters. And the beers are half off tonight. Oh, and the oh, beers yeah. are half off. Look at that. Boom. Can't beat that. Good All right, to have you here, Pat. Go, uh, go shake some hands and kiss some babies and uh, get, <laughs> yeah. sell some more beer. And I think Great. I don't know if we we mentioned it. I think it's something that's interesting. That Rue sixty one is also Natchez based. I mean, you know, yeah, the originals yeah. up there. I think it's a great yeah. segue into bringing your beer in here, coming in here. I know you said they're a big supporter years up here. They've done a great job of transitioning to this restaurant down here too. And, they really uh, have. It's a great place to come in if you hadn't been here before. Come give it a try. And our waitress Lake and I noticed when I was setting up, she was going around the tables passing out samples. 
of the beer for everybody to really? try. Awesome. So that that's you don't see that very often. No, no, that's no. You don't see that very often. That yeah. Normally they depend on you to go out yeah. there and do that. And if I would hear BSing with y'all, I had to be doing that. Yeah. No, so I'm just joking. We're gonna, we're gonna let you go with that, so you All can right. get back to work. That's cool. Though. Hey, we want him to hang around, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, look, Pat wants to sit here all night with us and drink beer and do podcasts. <laughs> I am all for it, 100. percent I didn't get I didn't get the day off tomorrow. <laughs> 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 Neither did we. Yeah, no, we, didn't, we didn't either. Well, guys, thanks for listening to the ABV podcast. Don't forget to subscribe to the show on iTunes, or you can get us on Spotify or on SoundCloud. Check out T Public slash users slash Upsets Apparel for the ABV swag. Order you some shirts. They're on sale right now. They got 14 bucks. So make sure you do that. Brenton Day, the Yale Runner, thank you, sir, for being here. Thank you for having me. Buddy Etheridge, thank you as well. Thank you. Go Tigers. Go Tigers. Hell yeah. Baseball season, baby. Basketball. Man, how about them? How about them, Tigers? Woo, we're number 13 in the country, right. baby. Oh, that's amazing. All right, guys. I'm your host, Chuck P. Until next time, cheers. Cheers.